I hear it time and time again. I can't believe I was deceived by him in this way. Or I can't believe the lies that he's been living. Or I can't believe I was so gullible to believe all of the things that he was telling me. He is such a deceiver. Yes, beautiful. I hear it day in and day out from many people who have been betrayed that the number one thing they struggle with the most in healing from betrayal trauma is deception. And we're going to talk about it today on Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Hey, beautiful. Welcome to Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Have you discovered your husband's been having an affair? Do you just want the pain to stop and be able to take a deep breath again? Do you find yourself up late at night Googling how to save your marriage, heal from an affair? Do you wake up with the hope that this nightmare would end only to feel crushed and humiliated because your husband acts like the affair was really your fault and now you're left obsessing with where he is and if he's seeing her again? Hey, I'm Lisa. I too was devastated when I discovered my husband was having an affair. I too felt the pain would never end and wished he would just stop the affair and we could restore our marriage. I wanted the weight of the trauma to be lifted so I could breathe again and be able to have someone, anyone help me climb out of the dark miry pit of despair so I could begin to heal and be confident in me again. But I kept telling myself, he won't stop seeing her. Must have been my fault and this pain, it'll never go away until I found hope and healing in Christ, along with simple techniques that helped me to learn how to recover from the betrayal. In this podcast, you'll discover what betrayal trauma really is, learn simple techniques to heal and recover, and get biblical guidance to help you make the right choices as you heal from the affair so you can be free from the heartbreak and the pain and rise in confidence once again to be the woman God created you to be. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, snuggle up on the couch and focus on yourself for a few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life that you really desire. Welcome back to the show. You know, if you have suffered the trauma of betrayal, you understand what I mean by saying that the sting of deception is great. I hear it day in and day out. Men and women both who have gone through betrayal tell me that the number one struggle they have the most, the one thing that is hardest to heal from is the fact that they have been deceived, that their spouse has been lying to them, living this secret deceptive life for a time, and it rocks their world to the core. And, you know, it's difficult to find healing after deception when you've been betrayed. And it is because the sting of deception is so great. Deception always includes lies, broken promises. It shatters dreams, your hopes that once were or what could have been. And it often involves multiple people. This is a sin that always leaves pain in its wake. And it can actually suffocate your soul as the one who's been betrayed. But on the flip side, 
it also suffocates the one who's the deceiver. There are implications on both sides, the one who is the deceiver and the one who's being deceived. You both greatly are affected by deception in the realm of betrayal. You know, I remember early on when I found out that my husband had been having an affair. What hit me the hardest was the fact that he had been lying to me for two and a half years, that he had been living this secret life, that he had been deceiving me so greatly. He would tell me he was going this place, but was going another. He would tell me that he's going to work, yet he would be meeting her. He would tell me that he would be speaking to a family member, yet he was texting her. He would lie to me and he would tell me the affair was over, yet he would deceive me once again and go straight back to her. This went on for me for a couple of years. The cycle of deception was great. And because of that, that is why deception affects trust. You know, I often hear many who've been deceived say, I will never trust again. I am building up my walls. I am going to protect myself at all costs. No one's ever getting in that deep with me again. I'm never, ever going to trust another living soul. For people who've been through betrayal trauma and the deception that goes along with this, this break of trust sets you back and it throws you back greatly. And you feel like you always are having to start over and over and over again every time you find out another lie or another piece of deception. And each person that you may meet on a daily basis, you now actually look at them through this lens of the previous deception. You're always wondering, is this person lying to me? Are they deceiving me? And even the trust that you could build with new people, there's going to be still cracks in it. And, and even in your heart, because you've been deceived so greatly. So deception affects trust. It even affects trust in yourself. You look at yourself and you're like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I believed him, which goes into my second point here. Deception also affects your self-worth. Now this usually results in self-blame, right? You blame yourself and you hear yourself with that self-speak say things like, how could I have been so stupid to have ever believed a word that he said? Over and over again, it plays in your mind. Why didn't I see the red flags? Your mind replays everything that was ever said in the relationship, that was ever done in the relationship, and all of a sudden, you're finding the missing red flags. And now that you see those red flags, you're like, why didn't I see them? And when the deception involves your spouse, um, you often look at yourself and you say, you know, I trusted him because I loved him or I trusted her because I loved her. And they took that and they demolished it. 
You know, self-blame is where we look at ourselves and we call ourselves stupid. We actually feel stupid. And it's an intense feeling because, well, how could I have ever allowed this to happen to myself? I saw the signs and I know some of y'all just heard that little uh, song in the back of your head there because I did when I said it. (laughs) You saw the signs, right? But you didn't listen to yourself. So you criticize yourself. You judge yourself. You blame yourself. And it affects your self-worth at the core. Deception also brings about deep feelings of grief and anger. And you're like, oh my gosh, I I vacillate between both of these, right? I can remember one minute I would be so angry with my husband. And the next, I would be grieving him at the same time. You know, many times when you've been deceived, you feel this huge anger start to well up. You're angry at that person, that person that you loved so deeply. You're angry with them because they lied to you, because they took your trust and they snapped it in two. Well, oftentimes what we don't recognize is the anger that we feel is often wrapped up in grief. Now, one minute, you can be angry as hell, right? Let's just call it as it is. You're crying uncontrollably the next. And then you're kicking yourself in the rear because you're actually crying over him or her, the one who caused the deception, the one who deceived you, the one who lied to you, the one who betrayed you. Needless to say, your thoughts are all over the place. Like, It's like the internet highway bouncing from one place to another and there's no rhyme nor reason. It's very chaotic. So how in the world do you even start to heal from this great thing called deception? This number one problematic thing that we all deal with in betrayal trauma. How do we heal our suffocating souls from such deep lies? Well, The first step is that you are going to acknowledge you've been deceived. Now, that's the hard part. You know, I I do a lot of research and I speak with a lot of people. I um, also look at a lot of therapists and other coaches and counselors, and I see a lot that actually skip this step. And I'm not sure why, but sometimes I wonder, is it because it's so difficult? And it is acknowledging that you've been deceived by someone that you loved and trusted so dearly is one of the hardest things you have to come face to face with. It's one of the hardest things that you have to grip, that you have to actually take within. But acknowledgement is the first step to healing. That's where you are actually facing what has happened to you. You acknowledge that it was out of your control You acknowledge that that person actually lied to you. They deceived you at such a great level that they were living a separate life you had no clue about. And by acknowledging it, acknowledgement helps us to start to walk in acceptance. Because until we accept, which is number two, starting to walk in acceptance, until we accept what has happened to us, we can't heal from it. Let me say that again. Until we begin to accept 
what has happened to us, we cannot begin to heal from it. So number one is we acknowledge what has taken place, what has happened to us, that we've been deceived. Number two is we actually start to accept. We walk in that acceptance of I have actually been deceived. Step number three is we begin to speak forth our truth. Now, it is important to speak your truth. This is where you speak truth to yourself first. Number one, you speak out loud that you're angry, that you're grieving, that this has actually happened to you, that they betrayed you, that they... Um, they deceived you at a deep level. They'd been lying to you for a very, very long time. By speaking out your truth, this is going to help you process what has taken place. It's also important for you to share your story with trusted, safe people. This is utilizing your voice, finding your voice once again, because we do lose it in betrayal. And so finding that voice, speaking that truth with those that you trust who are going to show you empathy, they're not going to be judgmental, um, whose wise counsel you actually respect because you need to process what's happened. And talking will help you sort through all of the jumbled thoughts that are in your brain. Now, tears, let me talk about that for a second. Tears are also equally therapeutic. They allow you to release trauma, to release some of the pent-up emotions. This is a great thing for you to cry. A lot of people are like, I am never going to cry again. I'm never going to allow somebody to make me feel this way. So they shut down. How do I know that? Because I did that. I actually shut down for a period of time and said, nope, 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 I'm not going to cry another tear. That's detrimental because it causes trauma to actually get stuck within your body and it can cause you to get physically, emotionally, and mentally sick. So tears are very therapeutic. You can also journal your thoughts. And if you cry while you're journaling, so much better. <laughs> so definitely grab a beautiful journal, journal all the feelings, and help yourself to process these things. This is actually speaking your truth. The next one is seek support. Now, you definitely want to consider professional help. Now, that can be through a trauma-informed therapist, counselor, and or coach. They are going to help guide you through the mental heartbreak, the emotional upheaval, and the physical trauma that you are experiencing. It's necessary to have someone who can take you by the hand who is well-versed in betrayal trauma who can actually guide you step by step. They can actually provide you with a roadmap, so to speak, that is tried and true that can take you through the steps of the healing journey so that you're not DIYing it, right? I tried to DIY and even as one who was a pastoral counselor and coach, I couldn't coach and counsel myself. Having to have that helped me to heal as well. So it is not something that's bad. It's actually good for you to have someone to help guide you through your healing journey. And if you are in need of that, then below in the show notes, grab a consult with me. It's a free 20-minute consult. We can discuss 
which coaching journey is good for you. I have a group coaching program, an online program, and I have my VIP one-to-one private coaching, which is very intense, where I literally hold you by the hand and take you through a roadmap that has been tried and true and has brought forth many, many, many women and couples through to recovery. So if you are in need of that, grab your consult. Uh, We are getting ready to enter into February, and I have two spots only available for the month of February. Grab them. Don't think that you can't, but grab them now, and let's see if that is right for you. Okay. So the next step is no more self-blame. Absolutely no more self-blame. Let's stop that right now. Don't beat yourself up anymore over this. You know, when we're often deceived, um, we actually play that upon our own emotions. Um, We actually, you know, look at it and call ourselves stupid. We blame ourselves for not seeing the red flags, right? And those who often uh, set to deceive us are very good at what they do. You know, the one who betrayed you became very good at living a hidden lifestyle. They became very good at the lies. They became very good at the deceit. And they play on your emotions as well. They get you to trust them. They even turn it back on you. They pull you into their web of deceit. And they actually start blaming you, saying, no, no, no. You're the one who's having the affair. You're the one who's deceiving. I know that because that's exactly how my husband played it out. He started telling me, I was the one that was having the affair, which made me feel crazy because I was sitting there going, I'm not even talking to anybody. Like, what? And it, it literally, the gaslighting is real. The brain manipulation is over the top. And it can make you feel disoriented and literally make you feel like you're going crazy. So they pull you into that web of deceit. And by the time you realize what is happening to you, well, the damage has already been done, right? And unfortunately, most of us, we have been deceived through betrayal trauma. If you're listening to this broadcast, you've been deceived by the one who betrayed you. And it's a tremendous sin that is perpetrated on the one who is innocent. Let me say that again. It is a tremendous sin perpetrated on the one who is innocent. The one who is the deceiver They are sinning greatly. Okay, now let me give you the last one. And this might be the hardest one to hear. Well, healing has to include forgiveness. Now, I'm not saying like jump into forgiveness as soon as you find out that you've been betrayed and deceived. (laughs) I did that. Like I literally one minute found out, oh, you've been having an affair for this, you know, a couple of years and I forgive you right off the bat and, and let's make it all go away and let's move on. That's not what I'm talking about because that's not true forgiveness, number one. That's a knee-jerk reaction based upon a trauma response. You're trying to back paddle as quickly as possible to salvage as much as you can in this relationship and to make something normalized out of something that is abnormal. You're trying to bring order to chaos. You're trying to make sense out of something that makes no sense. So what I mean by including forgiveness 
is that there comes a point in your healing journey where you recognize that he, that forgiveness is necessary for you. It's not for them. It's not for the one who betrayed you and deceived you. Forgiveness is actually for you because it releases you from the bondage of the betrayal trauma. It unshackles you from the effects that the trauma has had on your life. You are actually taking the betrayer off of your hook and you're putting them on God's hook. Now, I realize that forgiving the one that you love so much, but the one who hurts you tremendously seems to be an impossible feat. And you might even wonder why uh, the person whose ploy was deception in the first place should even receive any forgiveness from you. Well, I want you to hear me clearly and very simply here. Until you get to the point of forgiveness and release this person from your life, this person will continue to forever live rent-free in your head. In other words, the trauma that you are experiencing mentally and emotionally will continue until you are able to forgive and release. Now, for those of you who are Christian, and the majority of my audience is, you know, with faith, prayer, and trusting God in this process, you're going to be able to forgive. Because forgiveness is a supernatural event. It is not one that is simple. It is supernatural. So I say that because the first step of forgiveness is going to God and letting Him know that your heart is willing to forgive. You just need help with the process. Recognize this. Forgiveness is a process and it's like layers of an onion. It's not a one and done. And it's not that you forgive and then you forget. None of those is possible. Forgiveness in and of itself is a journey. And it is a part of the healing journey from betrayal trauma and the deception that incurs because of it. But when you get to the point where you start the forgiveness journey, you are healing from the deception of betrayal. And you start to live in freedom once again. And beautiful, I want that for you. I want that for the ones who have been betrayed. And I also would love to see the one who is the betrayer, the one who is the deceiver, receive forgiveness as well. Because forgiveness is offered to you once you repent, once you are remorseful, and once you turn away from the sin of betrayal and deceit. And that is my prayer for you. Now, I want you to stay tuned because I've got a part two to this episode, and we're going to bring that on Friday. And on Friday's episode, we're actually going to be looking at the dilemma that deception brings for the deceiver and the one who is deceived and how both parties actually move into this at a deeper level. So I'm going to talk from both sides of this double-edged sword come Friday. So beautiful, stay tuned. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. I hope you enjoyed today's show and found hope, healing, and encouragement. Please remember to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. You can even screenshot this episode and share it on IG or Facebook stories. This is how we get the message of hope and healing out to all women who are in the midst of betrayal and loss. 
If you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and take the next step in your healing, make sure to reach out to me and schedule your breakthrough coaching call today. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of any circumstance that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.